0: Together, growing in faith, changing communities, dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew chapter 9, verse 27 to verse 31. At the time Jesus passed by, two blind men followed him, crying out loud, Have compassion on us, son of David. I love how the author tells this story. It is Jesus passing on and passing by, going to some place, and he passes on, and two blind men, they see Jesus, and they followed him. This is interesting. How do the blind people follow Jesus? Now, the question that needs to be asked, are we talking about the physical blindness? Are we talking about the spiritual blindness? And most likely, we are talking about both. From the first instance, it is the spiritual or rather the physical blindness. The author tells us these are blind men. But now I am moved if I argue and accept that these are physically blind people who are following Jesus. Now the question is, how did they follow him? Are they using the cane in order to follow him? Are they listening to the sound of the crowd? Of the, 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 the noise that the, the crowds are making, are they asking people around who is it that is walking past? Are they being guided by someone? But what touches me the most is the the willingness to overcome their blindness, they refuse to become victims. They do all that they can in order for them to be helped by Jesus. They do not allow the present situation to affect what possibly could be their healing moment. They do not allow their defect to be a hindrance of what God can do in their lives. And I look at this as I look at my life and I look at the life in the ministry and I ask how many of us are too afraid of facing God because we have a story to tell. How many of us are too afraid of being honest with ourselves, of being honest with God because we are embarrassed. We are embarrassed of our own blindness. We are embarrassed of our own deafness. We're embarrassed because of our own crippled life. We are so embarrassed to face the reality of our own selves. And so the author reminds us that sometimes I need to look into my own life. I need to be honest with myself and I need to face myself. I love what these men do. Blind as they are, they search for answers. They search for Jesus. They refuse to become victims. They refuse for people to feel sorry for them. They take it upon themselves. They make it their own duty to make the things work. That is what we are called to be. That is what we are called to to look into? Am I willing to rise above whatever is affecting me? Am I willing to face the truth? Am I willing to sort myself out? How many people whose marriages are falling apart and we are afraid of looking into the truth? We are afraid of facing the truth. We are afraid of facing our fears. Relationships are falling apart. Our children's lives and our parents' lives are being destroyed. We know what the cause is, but we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to face the reality. We are too afraid of what will come out. We are too afraid of what will become of our lives. But what I also love the most about these two men is that they were tired of being blind. They were tired of begging. They were tired of being the source of communal discussion. Have you ever struggled in your own life? Have you ever been a victim in your own life? Till you reach a point of saying, I'm tired of feel- feeling sorry for myself. I refuse to become a victim once more. And so you make and you take a decision that this ends today and it ends with me. I cannot continue like this. This is not who I'm meant to be. This is not what I'm called to become. And so they make that decision. And so they cry out, son of David, show us your mercy. Son of David, have compassion on us. This is crucial. They probably have been crying to different gods. And if you ever reach a stage where you're so desperate that you start drinking from every well, start eating from every hand that wants to feed you, and they say, no, not, not today, not anymore. They know that they've been victims. And they say, it stops here. And they say to themselves, let's get the right person to help us. And they shout. You know, sometimes some of us, we know the problem and we know that we need help. But the problem with us is that knowing that we need help, we are afraid of asking for help. Because we say to ourselves, what will people say? What will people think? And instead of sorting ourselves out, we are busy waiting for other people's approval. Instead of asking for help, we are busy wondering what people think of us. And so these two men, they say, Son of David, have mercy on us. And I love what happens in the scriptures. Jesus hears them, but what does he do? As he hears them, Jesus continues and he enters into the house. He does not answer them immediately. But then when he answers them, he says, do you believe that I'm able to do this? How many of us are able to pray to God? But do you believe that God can heal you? Do you believe that God can heal your family? Do you believe that God can work a miracle in your life? Do I believe that God can help me with that which I'm praying for? How many of us pray prayers That we are just praying because that's what we know. We We were taught to pray. Whether it will work or not work, we don't know. How badly do I want this to work? How strongly do I believe that God will work a miracle? I don't know. And so you go back to our prayers. How intentional are our prayers? How meaningful are our prayers? Are we really praying because we understand what we're doing? Are we really talking to God in prayer, believing that he can do and he will do that which he has promised us? And that's the question. Do you believe that I can do this? Do you have faith that I, as your God, can heal you? And that's a question that Jesus not only asked those two blind men, But he also asks us today. I love their answer. Yes, Lord, I believe. I go back to the disciples. Yes, Lord, help my little faith. Yes, Lord, I do believe. Then Jesus touches them and he says, your faith has done this to you. Your faith has made you well. It is your faith in me It is your faith that has pushed you to go and look for answers. And we need that in our own lives. We need the faith that is strong enough that pushes us to believe in something bigger and higher than ourselves. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with you, to protect, to bless, and to guide you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.